This is a podcast <laughs> where we steal stuff. Yeah. Tour goes to jail. <laughs> I stubbed my toe. Let him go to <laughs> jail. Like... Lock the key. Goodbye, Kjorg. Prison Kjorg. Hello, everyone. Welcome uh, hello. to Make Believe Heroes. Villains. Thank you. An actual play, 5th edition, Dungeons & Dragons adventure for everyone. I'm your Dungeon Master. My name is Paul. Your name's Paul. Hi, I'm Paul. And tonight, I'm joined by four pals. Thor. I'm Jeffrey. Hi. And I play Kjork. Kjork. I'm Felicia, and I play Mogert Stonefire. Hi. I'm Ezra, and I play Claren. Claron. Clarondre. I'm Zach, and I play Chris. And we're going to play some Dungeons & Dragons. Dungeons. But first, but first, I'm going to read you a five-star review. Four. Because we love our friends and fans out there who leave us five-star reviews so much that we will read those five-star reviews live on the air. Friends and fansily. Something like that. Just like this review from Matrix Bend. I say it like that because it's all caps. Bend. Matrix Bend. Entitled, This Podcast is the Best. I cannot stop listening. I spend my hours of the day rolling my eyes at Jeffrey's stupid intros and smiling <laughs> rather than sitting in silence all day. I've learned how to be a better DM from simply enjoying myself. This is one of the only D&D podcasts I could find that is clean and has flawless everything else. Wow. Thank you. I will go as far as to say that this is the best podcast. Wow. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Paul, for working hard on you the You are editing. the best. Well, thank you. Thank you, Matrix Bend, and um, I don't know what to say other than thank you. I mean, thank you. The best podcast. I mean, you know, we think so, but we're biased. So, thank you for your love, for your uh, your review, and for just you know, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. We also roll our eyes at Jeffrey's intros. That's true, <laughs> and it's awesome. Thank you so much, Matrix Bend. Thank you for the review. Is your name Matrix Bend because of the bend that he does to dodge the bullets in the Matrix? Checks out. I would assume so. That's the most logical thing you've said all night, Jeffrey. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, if you want to have your five-star review read on the show, just go to iTunes or Good Pods or wherever five-star reviews are accepted and let us know. And we will... And leave us a four-star review. We will read your five-star review on the air. Another way... That you can help us it's by going to patreon.com slash make believe heroes and supporting us. If you do that, there's a lot of rewards you get access to, which are really, really cool. But even at the one dollar tier, if you support us, we will give you a shout out on the air and tell shout everyone out. how much we love you, just like Michelle Lincoln. Shout out to Lincoln. Lincoln. Woo! Michelle. Michelle Lincoln, thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you. you. Uh Pretty sure we're about to play some champions. Oh, Michelle Lincoln. Michelle Lincoln. Who's playing me? Michelle Lincoln. Uh, believe this that game will be mm, two people who have been in this show before. <gasps> I can't believe it. It's not me. Let's roll a jump, Blue Twenty. Roll it. Hopefully, it stinks. That's a shalebin. Eleven. That's an eleven. Shalebin. Let's talk about what happened last time. On Dragon Ball Z. On Make Believe Heroes. No, 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 no. Last time, during their day off, between the days of the gauntlet, the party went about taking care of some business. Mogert said goodbye to her mother, Emilia, as she headed home to gather the rest of the family and bring them back for the gauntlet. Chris headed to the Fortress Frostbeard to go into the libraries looking for ways to add new spells to his wizarding uh, repertoire. There he ran into an, an old familiar face for some of us, the classic student athlete, Hillies. Yes. And he got some spells, and he's learning those, working on those. Meanwhile, Claren uh, finally got up, got out, and ran into Mogert. And they got some info Yogurt. and went to go find a blacksmith, maybe get some better armor for Claren. And, of course, Kjorg went over to the Chateau Shattershield where he met with King Durand and got some information to him about Boppin, but rather than just leave like a normal person <laughs> and go back to the inn like a normal person, 
York tried to sneak around. That didn't work out. He bumped into a guard. The guard thought he was trying to do something, I don't know, suspicious. So, <laughs> like, still stuck. Long story short, he bumped into the king again. And he's like, oh, wait, it's uh, you do know the king. Okay, well, you want a tour? So he gives him a tour, takes him downstairs into the armory, and he ends up seeing three legendary weapons. A great spiky uh, hammer called the... Thrasher. 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 A interesting stone greatsword called the breaker which turns into a razor breaker with a magic edge mm-hmm. and then an enormous great bow crafted from stone and metal called dwarven's the dwarven called dwarven's great bow mm-hmm. and wouldn't you know it Kyork knocked over some armor tripped the guard and stole dwarven's great bow <laughs> he went to cliff's workshop asked cliff to make more uh, arrows and then stuck the bow on his back and covered it with a big white wolf pelt and walked out into the street. Mogert, you and Claren have crossed town. You finally come upon the waning way in there on your left. I'm assuming you guys went up like toward the gate of Dimmerhold. We're stealing everything. I mean, and then <laughs> up this way. Literally everything we see, we're just we're stealing. stealing. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Don't. We don't want to go do it. To We're all going to prison, prison today. <laughs> <laughs> we got to break out. I feel like Kyorg's stealing something. <laughs> My Kyorg sense senses are like, tingling. What do you take this time? He's always stealing something. So you guys come up on the, the the waning way in. You've been over there. You guys came there with um, with Duron and them Duron. a couple days ago. Uh, so you know where it's at. And you mm-hmm. get back over there. And across the street, there is a sign for the blacksmith. And they're literally, the sign just says, the blacksmith. There's like an overhang on the left side, and there's like some smoke coming out. You can see a little bit of smoke coming out, probably yeah. from the flames and the bellows over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? This is it, Mogert, I, I guess. I mean, the sign says the blacksmith. Um, yes, this is it. I mean, what? Is, there, is there anything you want? Because mm. you got every, I mean, that hammer's hurts. Ask me about it. I know. <laughs> hammer. Does my hammer hurt you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, if you want to hit you with it. I'll gladly do it. Do it. No, I probably couldn't pick it up. Mm. You want to try? Nope. Let's rock! Nope. <laughs> I've seen this movie before. Here, hold it. I'm not worthy. Here, hold it. Okay. Hold it. Okay. Can he hold the hammer? He can hold the hammer. Huh. It's actually well balanced. Now hit her. Hit me. And Mother's just standing. <laughs> nah. We'll wait. Do it. Let's just go do in here and it. find something. Come with me. Come on, let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's All right. rock. Are they like she double swinging doors? Puts it back on what are they? It's just a regular door. Oh, flipping. Okay. So we what, open the door. It's an iron door. What are you... Uh, Look at... I don't know. I'm just going to browse for a second. <laughs> huh? It's an iron door. <laughs> iron deficiency. <laughs> I'll walk. We walk in. You go in. You step inside. You don't see anyone. You hear the sound of... Uh, clink, clang, clang in like the back. And there's like a swinging door behind a uh, like a, a countertop. And you can smell the smell of, like, smoke, like burning wood and coals and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, around inside here, you do see some some things. You see swords. You see hammers, axes, suits of armor, uh, stuff like that, different types of things. Most of what you see, though, is primarily <clears throat> dwarf and gnomish side. There's there's some things that are more humanoid size, like or tall humanoid size, like uh, humans and elves, things like that. But, you know, that would be closer to your height. But... There's not a ton of stuff out on display, kind of just like a few samples. Okay. Okay. So. So you want armor. Mm. Something that I can at least block. I mean, I don't know, maybe a shield, maybe. But I don't. I mean, it can't be too big. I mean, I don't want to just yeah. weigh myself down. Yeah. So you're you're not you're you're a rogue. I don't care what I am. So as a rogue, I don't care. You are only proficient in certain things. Um, at the moment, you are wearing. Let's see. Ooh, can I get some cuffs? You're just wearing leather armor. Oh, yeah. Let's okay. do it. So if you're wanting to increase your armor, then you're going to want to look at potentially like some studded leather. Studded leather? What? Okay. It's basically leather that has pieces of metal woven into it. I want. I need something like that goes on my wrist. That way I can kind of like, if I have to, I can... I mean, I need more than something. Maybe you cannot that, have like Wonder Woman's greaves and block bullets. Why right? not? Because you're not. We're Wonder not Woman. shooting bullets. We are using swords. Paul, he wants he wants a way to dodge an attack. I will pull the flipping dwarfs off of uh, the Hobbit, and I will grab a log. Okay, that'd be awesome. That was Thorin Oakenshield. Wouldn't it be crazy if there was a class in the game with a dodge? Rogues can't use shields. If you're wanting to increase your protection. 
outside of magic items, you're looking at increasing your armor. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, we would have to find something magical for you to use. So you are proficient in light armors. Okay. You stupid rogues. Why did I? Hmm. Okay. But what's he got? What, what? What's that stuff? It's probably leather armor. Okay. True. Huh, let's see. Studded leather. So going from regular leather to studded leather would raise your AC by one. What is Never your mind. AC right now? Let's go home it's because six. I'm just it's destined no, to 15. be a failure. You're from 15 to a 16. Me and Kjorg's AC is 16. <laughs> Nerds, I got a 12. Chris's is a 12, which Kjorg's can go up with a shield, and so could Mogert's. Like, uh -huh. they could both use a shield if they wanted to. You can kind of use a shield. Does it raise my hit points up any? Huh? No. No, your armor doesn't That's affect what your I, hit I'm points. Sorry. It just affects your armor class. So if you're wanting to increase your armor, getting an extra one to your armor is good. That's good. That's I what know. you want to do. Yeah. Okay. So Can what you're going to want to do is try to get some studded leather. Mm, good old be. Okay. I walk up to the cash register. There's one of those little bells you slap. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You hear a voice. Just a minute. I ain't got a minute. Okay. Claren, huh? be patient. He's hmm. a working man. We don't have He's nothing for He's got something to do. So do we. Finally, after a couple minutes, a uh, figure comes walking in, and he's a dwarf, a long black beard, bald on top, like from the years up, completely bald, slick shaven. He's got a lot of like soot on his head and face, and he's wearing some big goggles around his eyes, but the, he, he like flips them up, so they stay around his head, but he flips them up, the, mm -hmm. the like dark part. Got it. Hello there. Hello. <sighs> Hello. What can I do for you? I'm needing some new arm air. You're looking for some armor. Well, you come to the right place. You come to the blacksmith. My name's Jerry. Jerry? That's right, Jerry. So come home, Jerry. I don't know that. Oh, sorry. Anyway, um, what sort of armor are you looking for? Are you looking for plate armor, heavy armor, light armor? Yeah, light armor, preferably. All right, all right. So I like yeah. to be light on my feet. Yeah, I can see your build. You look more like a light armor type guy. Are you making fun of me? He's not making fun of you. Just, I, did, I no. didn't say that. I was just Do you <laughs> have some armor that he could wear that is light? Because he is he's not weak. I'm but feeble bone. Well, I can see you're wearing the leather armor right now. Yeah. So I'm assuming you need something more like like a studded leather. Yeah, and make it dark and menacing. Take a little getting you. Oh, you want something like dark. Oh, yeah. So like black? Mm. <laughs> that is that a weird. yes? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like a black leather studded mm -hmm. armor. Yep. Mm. Like, easy to be missed in a dark alley. Uh, uh, yeah, so sure. So you don't know that you're dead till the knife slips up into your ribcage. Yeah, okay. I'm just kidding. No, I just need some uh, something that doesn't allow them to hurt me as bad. Well, Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, some studded leather. I've actually I just, I've I like got black. some. I mean, I've got some studded leather back here. Ready have you to stabbed go. people before? In the, what? Anyways, um, how long <laughs> do you think that would take? Uh, I mean, I could have it for you by morning. Oh. I just need to get some sizes off of you. Okay. How much? How much what? Oh, how much will it cost you? Yeah. Um, let me see. Well, standard fare, uh, to have it by tomorrow, 50 gold. Ow. I got that in my shoe. Oh, nice shoes. They weren't mine to begin with. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Took them off the guy you stabbed <laughs> in that back alley, didn't you? <laughs> you did. Yeah, yeah, so 50 gold, I can have it for you by okay. tomorrow. Take it away, Balric. I well, I mean, whatever. You, I, let me look around some more for weapons, and then I'll come back and let you get sizes. Is that cool? Okay. Sure. What sorts of weapons are you looking for? Mm, do you have, like, uh, I've seen them before. They kind of look like a sickle, but I think they're called scythes. I don't know. They're like a handle with a crook on the end of it, but they're small. Sickle. All right, so that you can come up from behind someone and cut their throat before they know you. You are a dark man, but yeah. In yeah, the middle of a sure. dark alley. Dark alleys. <laughs> you are a dark man, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got those. I've got those. You do? Yeah, I can. Mm, you got, got, do you got two of fair. those? Two. Two? Yeah, I've got that. Do they come with their own sheaths, too? Mm, sheaths? Or something to hold them with? Uh, I can work something like a hook onto the side of your yeah. armor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sweet. I mean, what, you, you, you figured out what's the cost and let me know. I mean... I'm about to wreck some people. Shrek them. Well, you are turning me into a dark man. I tried Just to stay a couple away from more gold. Days. You know, like one gold each, I could get you those. Oh, sweet. All right. Oh, is, cool. is that is that going to be it? You want something not on mine, but Mogert? Are, are you... Oh, you're buying me no? something. <laughs> no. You've got uh, money uh, uh, in uh, your shoe. Uh-oh. 
He's so nice and generous. Oh, yeah, very generous. I'm right, that's where he cut you I in mean, the alley. See what I did with you, dude. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. It's like he gets all his money by killing everybody. I should be uh, worried. No, I don't I don't think I need anything. Oh, I've, okay. I've got yeah, this. Yeah. Let's rock! <laughs> and it glows? She, Does it glow uh, when you say that? It's very intense. It just intense. appears in my hand. Or it comes to my hand. Or I'm not oh, really yeah. sure how it happens. I forgot she has the... It appears it's in just your hand. in my hand. Uh-huh. Just oh. in her hand. This is the turtle rock. Oh, that's it very is nice. an amazing weapon. Fantastic. It's, you know what? It's incredible. I do need one more thing. What's that? I give away all my um <laughs> Oh your daggers. All my daggers. Huh? Got a couple of them. Uh, Maybe yeah, sure. ones with strings on them so I don't lose them. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know what, Claren? You could get I him to make you another there. rope dart. Well, what's wrong with the one I got? Well, you could do use a different type of rope, like a a longer I rope? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe he's got something more sturdy. Bungee cord. Could he do Bungie that? Bungee cord or chain or something. I could try to make some modifications to it if you'd like what you've I got mean, there. Yeah. But it, no, I mean, mm-hmm. it might. I think, I've used it a lot. I let's, might need let's a new expedite rope this. Expedite. Let's expedite this. Expedite. Let's, let's do it. Okay. What, what, we, what are you wanting me to? What are you wanting to do here? You wanting him to make that better? Yes, I need it, like maybe just better rope because it's. Uh, you know what? I've got some better stuff than this. This looks pretty ratty. What you've got here? Thank you. Looks like it's been around. I the, told you. Thank bend. you very much. I um, do with what I got. Leave He's, this with me. I'll get you some brand new stuff that's got a little more give. Awesome. Know, a little more bounce to it. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know we'll just set it all up when you get back. That's fine. Cool. First thing in the morning. Okay. All right. And what's your name? Um, Clarendry. Do I want to use Clarendry? Night Ray. She already told him. Clarendry. Yeah, yeah Clarendry. All right. I'll never forget a face. Me neither. Uh, thank you for doing business with the blacksmith. Mm, you're and welcome. Miss, did you need anything done as well? Or are you good? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Oh, well, uh, pleasure. And uh, oh, wait. You know, I need to get some sizes. He he comes over with a, like a little, like a tailor's measuring tape, and he's like zip on your shoulders, and then zip. Like from your shoulder to your hip, and then zip from your hip down to your ankle. And I'm good to there. I know what to do until awesome. tomorrow. And he jumps. He dives over the. He jumps like headfirst over the over the uh, the counter and like tucks and rolls into the back room. <laughs> that's awesome. Hmm. That guy reminds me of Kjorg. I don't know if that's a good thing. Mogert. What? You hear a voice in your head. Wow. Mogert. Uh, Mogert. Uh, this is Juniper. Um, I need you to get back to the Chateau Shatter Shield right now. Emergency, emergency, uh, <laughs> hurry, emergency. Bring everyone. Bring everyone. Huh? What? <laughs> Hello? Who are you talking Is to? Is this thing on? Um. I'm not sure if you can hear me, <laughs> but I'm right here if you want me here. Margaret, who are you Bye, talking Juniper. to? Bye, uh, Juniper. Juniper, she's not... What? Oh, I love that. Claire, I think we got to go. I don't know what just happened. Just come on, it's a secret. Okay. Chris, you're walking up to the waxing wheel. Okay. And you hear a voice in your head. Chris, this is Juniper. Get to the Chateau Shatter Shield right away. Kjorg's in big trouble. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. And I take off sprinting. Mogert would know about those because her mom just said that she had some you're scrolls right. ascending. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so, that's good. That's good. Who are you talking to? What? Where are we going? So Juniper needs us, so let's go. We probably should run. Are you ready? Can you can you catch me? Let's go. Let's go. I'm running away from you right now. Goodbye, Claren. Um. Run. Run. <laughs> I follow, and I'm still confused. I don't know why. Okay, Chris, you're really close by. Juniper don't like me. So I just I just admit it. Juniper do you need? Okay. Claren, you hear a voice in your head. Claren, it's Juniper. I don't want you to feel left out. So hurry up and get to the Chateau Shatter Shield. And now I'm creeped out. Quickly, please, hurry. Emergency, Kjorg, um, goodbye. Okay. That was really weird. Okay. I'm on the way. I'm already running away from you. So we'll say that Chris gets there a little bit before them. They're pretty far away, but we'll we'll still just say that there's not going to be a lot of time between Mogert and them getting there and Chris getting there. <sighs> Chris. Yeah. You get to the Chateau Shatter Shield and everything looks normal. Nothing seems to be going on outside or any disturbance. Or... What do you do? 
I mean, yeah. she said Kjorg is in trouble, so I, I guess I'm looking for... She did. Did I see him on the way? No. Do you, you don't see anything. Everything looks totally normal. Just people wandering around. Everything's fine. Mm. You see that one guy that was looking good? Looking good. Oh, I see him. Looking good. Looking I mean, good. I'm in a rush, so I I'm, I might stop as I'm running by him and just mm -hmm. be like, Hey, uh, you remember me the first time? Have you seen my half-orc friend around here, Kjorg? What sort of half-orc? Um, your friend. Yeah, where where is he? I heard he was in trouble. I need to find him. He kind of reaches over and puts a hand on his sword. <laughs> oh no, Kjorg, what have you done? <laughs> There's there is no need for that. The, you hear the door open. Oh, Chris! Thank goodness. Uh, uh what? Uh, he's with me. Uh, come on, quick, uh, come inside. Where's Mogert? I I have not seen them. Told you I'd beat you, Claren. <laughs> Oh, I, there, there they are. He's so slow. <laughs> you're not, oh, you're hey, not there. You're oh, not there man. yet. You're not there yet. <laughs> I mean, he was across the street, and you were on the other side of town. So it's going to be oh, a little. There's going to be a little bit of a delay. I would assume they're on their way, but this seems urgent. So let's um, go. Uh, come inside. Come on. We gotta just follow me. Um, you go inside. She takes you through the the entryway, like the atrium. You turn down a hallway. You go down some stairs. Uh, you go down another hallway, and then you take a left. You go down another hallway, and it's very dark down here, except for the except for the uh, there's torches. Finally, uh, you open like a big metal door, and then there are a bunch of cells in here. And right across from you, Chris is one with uh, your half orc friend Kjorg. What's what's Kjorg doing? You never said I was going to get arrested. What did you expect? Well, let me ask you a simple question, Kjorg. Let me ask you a simple question. What? Did you fight back when they tried to arrest you? Um. <laughs> well, there's your answer. Yes or no? Probably. Did you fight or try to escape? Like, did you fight back when they when they come at you with weapons? Did you fight them? Um, I probably would have tried to escape. You're in jail. Okay. You're tied up, and it's with bolt. It's like there's these things wrapped all around you. Basically, they 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 would have used bolas. You know what I'm saying? You know what a bola is? That's cheating. Well, not exactly. That's <laughs> not really cheating. <laughs> You're in there. You don't have your stuff. Juniper's like, oh, goodness gracious. Um, okay, we've got to get this. Kjorg, Kjorg tried to take something very valuable because he's Kjorg. I don't know what he was thinking. Kjorg, what were you thinking? Um, I was going to borrow it. <sighs> you are going to borrow one of the most valuable relics in all of Dimmerhold um, without permission. I don't know what we're going to do. Um, the king is supposed to be coming to talk to us here in a minute. Um, I really hope Mogert gets here soon and the door opens. Woo! Claren, you are slow. You need to work on that. Maybe you should have used to... Georgi? Uh, are you in the... Are you arrested? What are we here for? What? Kjorg has been arrested. Yeah, I'm not sure why they put me in here for borrowing stuff. Kjorg, that is stealing. <laughs> He's been detained. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you borrow or take? That's the same thing. <sighs> no. I thought okay. the people's champion could take and borrow whatever he would like. Well, no. He's not without of... permission. Um, so he took a bow. It's called Dorvan's Great Bow. It's a great relic full of history, very powerful weapon that is kept here from an ancient hero named Dorvan. And he confused and tripped one of the guards and tried to get away with it. Mm. That'll never work, man. Take it from me. <laughs> you don't steal something in front of somebody that can arrest you. <laughs> or sorrow. Sorrow. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Borrow. Um, I don't think the little takeaway here is steal better. <laughs> you know, Claren? Um, it's not quite what I meant, but the man... <sighs> yeah, what Door she opens. said. <laughs> Who did the door sound? Oh, by the gods. <laughs> Who is it? Georg. It's the king. It's the king. Oh. It's the king. Oh, no. We got... <laughs> this is bad. Georg. Georg, 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 Georg. Georgi, 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 Georgi. Hello. Look. Uh, I've spoken with... Well, Barda. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's displeased. <laughs> I figured. 
<laughs> I convinced her to let me take care of it. Sorry, Dad. I told the guard that she would be. Look, um, Gordon had no injuries. The guard that you tripped. He's fine. Pride's a little hurt. He also seemed like a little bit just like offended. Like he thought maybe you guys... We're friends. We're, yeah, we're, you know, we're like-minded buds. And then you tripped him and tried to steal. Well, just because I tripped him and tried to borrow that doesn't mean we aren't buds. Right, well, you know. Um, <laughs> you've really put me in a bit of a pickle here, Kjork. I'm not going to lie to you. So... <sighs> According to Dwarven law, we're supposed to cut your hands off. But there's well, already, already one, one up on you. <laughs> I mean, Chris, can you make me a couple more hands? <laughs> but I told them... That you've done great service for the kingdom, for me. Also, that you've got some, you know, very powerful political friends. Uh, I reached out again to Glare, uh, Glaren, High Cleric Glaren, to get a, um, you know, a, a reference, a character reference. And we're probably going to let this one go. Kjork. Hmm. Look at me, Kjork. Kjork looks at him. If Barda was in here, you York, wouldn't have any hands. <laughs> you don't want to. You you don't want to cross that woman. I try not to. <sighs> Look, I get it. The the bow is great. I mean, it is called a great bow. What is this bow? I'd like to see um, it. It's we're reconsidering where we're keeping the greatest relics in all of the, the Chateau Shattershield. I mean, honestly, it or, oh. there ought to be a better place for them. Yeah, but wouldn't the champion team be able to look at them? No. I think no, that's Mogert. what Kyorgi was no. trying to do, just to um, look at I'm them. I'm afraid not. I'm afraid that they're under lock and key. Yeah, I was, I was trying to look at them. Just look at them. And then borrow. Yeah, right. But look, listen to me. Listen to me. It's ancient technology. All right? We've had this book for years. And Cliff... Can, can make one for you tomorrow. The same thing. Essentially. I mean, it's never been tested. It's not practical. It takes three of us to pull it back. I really don't know how much it's, how well it's going to do for well, you. I mean, I know you're strong, but... Three of you. There's four of us on the champion team. We can all just help him pull it back. It's not us practical. Hold it. Oh. But if you want one, he can make you one, okay? So let me give you some advice next time you see a... A relic of great power. Maybe ask: Is this something that can be remade? Now, like the 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 breaker. No way. Now uh, that that's an ancient relic, and I have no idea how you'd make like, something like that. Oh, what's that? The wizards. Could I borrow the breaker? No, you can't borrow the breaker. You can't borrow the thrasher, and you can't borrow Dorvin's great bow. Why can't I borrow the breaker? You can't. So is he gonna have to stay overnight? What if I ask to borrow it? If I asked Barda, if I could borrow it. She would laugh me out of the room. Hmm. Must be a funny joke. Who's in control here? She is. And don't you forget it, all right? <laughs> That's against the law. Oh, no. I'm not getting into this right now. Anyway, <laughs> dwarven law doesn't really matter. What I'm trying to tell you is this. I have convinced Barda to give you grace because of what you've done for us and because of the greater evil that's looming over us and all of that. So we're going to let you go. We're going to give you your things. I have an idea. How about... You let me borrow the breaker too, and we say that Cliff made a replica. You want to borrow the breaker? You're going to have to ask Barda, and I don't want to be in the room when you do. I'll ask her. Kjork, Kjork, can I suggest that you don't ask her instead? What's she going to do, chop off my hands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The door opens. <laughs> oh, here goes your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Kjork, hand me the hand. It'll look like we already did it. In comes walking this old, dirty dwarf. A who? Uh, uh, um, uh, your majesty. Uh, I had no idea that he'd stolen the bow. It was, I had no idea. He told me that it was his cousin. Uh, what was your cousin's name? I can't even remember. He said it was his cousin. Norman. 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 It was Norman's bow. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll stop making the arrows. I, I, I promise I had no idea. Cliff, please. You... You thought he was Norman's bull? <laughs> I think I, I've heard of that. I thought he was, he said he was from the drylands. I had no idea. Oh, goodness gracious. Look, Cliff, go back to your workshop. Everything's fine. Make a perfect replica of Dwarven's bull. 
Call it Norman's bow if you want to. I don't care. Just make it and get it to Kjorg for the morn. Then he's going to need it in the gauntlet. Cliff stands there. He looks around at all of you, confused for a second. And then Thank he says, Hey. And he turns around and walks back out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, so is he, at, uh, is he in trouble? Uh, I mean, he's in jail. Is he going to have him. to stay the night? Do you see him right there? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm about to let him loose. Kjorg. Yeah. Go to the Waxen Way Inn and stay there. I have to talk to Queen Barda first. You can't talk to Barda today. She isn't here. Will she be here another day? You want to talk to Barda, you'll have to speak to her in the morning. Okay. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious. Sorry. Uh, he's, he's kind of a kleptomaniac. I'm beginning to see that. I really wouldn't expect expected it from a, from a servant. A you know order. what they do in my home? When mm. someone takes something. Spank them. They do spank them, but they have to wear a hat that says, I stole something all day. You know how hot that is in the dry lands? Whew. Yeah, but that's rough. <laughs> Not that I've stole very many times, but very many. let's just say there's my hat is wore out. Morgat, take Kjorg back to the inn. Uh, okay. Keep all him right. there. All right. Chris, since you're here... We were about to send out a message. I need you to report to the arena for the gauntlet first thing in the morning. Uh-oh. I will do that. By Sunrise. himself? Well, yes. Yeah, so the the um, the number one ranked uh, competitors have to meet first in the morning. Numero uno. And since you were the first placer, the first place contestant on the last day, then you'll have to go. You would have gotten a letter, but um, now I'm just telling you myself. Uh, at Sunrise... Be there. Totally. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Get out of the chateau. That sounds kind of mean. All right. You're sure I can't borrow that, though? And we'll just tell her later. He turns around and walks out. He's walking away. Georgie, go back go. to the end. We need to go. He closes the door. We need to go. Cure, cure. Can I see your hand real quick? What do you want my hand for? Cut him off. Cut him off. I, I need, I need to fix something on it. Um, real quick. The door opens back up again. <laughs> I forgot I gotta unlock this stupid door. He walks over, he takes the key, puts it in the door, he jiggles it, he unlocks it, and he turns around. Leave it now for real. And he leaves. Bye. <laughs> Tell Squirrel I said hey. I, See you later. I hold my hand out till towards Cured for the hand. What do you want my hand for? I just told you I, I have something to put in it. I need to fix it. I'm scared. I'm not scared, actually. Here's my hand. I start walking out the door. You'll get this back when you learn not to steal. <laughs> Oh, he's oh never goodness. getting that back. <laughs> I'm gonna need a hand. So we go back. <sighs> let's like, go. Let's go. He's Come like, on. What? Look, took my hand. Look, we really dodged a bullet. Let's just go back to the end, get some dinner, relax, take this day to rest. You guys have a lot. I can't say anything. You think there's any cards near the breaker? Kjorg, I promise you, I will dimension door you right out of this place into the end. You are gonna get us all in prison. <gasps> You can use dimension door. Do it. Do it. We have we have dimension look, door takes you. I can't say anything. I can't say anything. But you all really need to get some rest. So we so all you right. could take us straight to the breaker and then straight to the inn. Let's go. <laughs> I'm heading out. Kjorg, do you leave with them? Yeah, I leave. Okay. You're going to get a chance to talk to Barda in the morning. You all leave <laughs> and you go to the waxing way in and you go in there. And you get some food. And then the rest of the day is going to pass unless there's something really important no. someone needs to do. No. Hmm. No. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm literally going to my room to start learning the spells. Right. Now, Chris, you've still got enough time in the day to learn one of the spells. You don't have enough time if you've got to be there at sunrise to rest tonight and learn all the spells. So you want to do the six hour first or the three hour? Hmm. Because you know that you do have a, you do have to, tomorrow is not going to be the gauntlet. You know that. Okay, then I'm probably going to do the six hour. Good plan. Okay, so uh, that means you are working on fly. Fly. Okay, so you're going to do that. You're going to learn fly, and you can add it to your spell book. <laughs> the rest of you, do you do anything? Sleep. Like just quickly? No. No. Okay, so you rest. Spend some time. I say a prayer to Paylor. I got new drip tomorrow. Okay, what do you say? 
Sorry for stealing, but you could have at least helped me try to do it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Your chest uh, starts to glow, you feel a pain, and you fall asleep. <laughs> Clarence says you didn't ask. That's true. I was available. Mm hmm. Maybe next time. Clarence. I'm going to act like I'm not a part of this conversation. Maybe next time. Don't Go do into it. So my open. Go to bed. <laughs> Go Look, to bed. Clarence. Who's talking? Please don't encourage him. Oh. Uh, look, it's been a long day. Um, you know, honestly, I, I've got to run back up to the chateau. I've got to take care of a couple things, um, but I'll be back in a little while. Um, you guys get some rest. What's Queen Barta's favorite food? Go to I, sleep. I genuinely don't know. I'll, I'll try to find out. Okay, I'll try to. What's find What's her out. favorite thing? Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know her closely or anything. I, I'll try to find out from someone in the chateau, and I'll let you know tonight. Okay. okay? Mogert just comes in from the side and smacks him in the head with a Is Mogert, Mogert going to go and just rest and stuff? Yeah. Okay, everybody's going to rest. Everybody's going to do their thing, and the rest of the day is going to pass pretty normally. And Chris is working on his spell. It's nighttime. It's bedtime. You guys, you know, you, you've got plenty of food and, and all those things. You might hang out and, and talk with some folk. People still recognize you from the gauntlet, whatever. You go to bed. You take a long rest. The next morning, bright and early. Chris. Yes. You... Head to the arena? Yes. Okay. By yourself, right? Alone. Okay. Solo. Head out early. It's a silver glow over the city with the moonlight overhead. And it's about half a moon. Now a little over. Waxing now, making its way toward a full moon. And you head uh, west from where you are. You head toward the lunar circle, toward the, the arena for the gauntlet. And uh, it is still very silvery, and the light begins to take on that yellow hue as the sun is rising overhead. And, and the moment that the first ray of sunlight comes through that crystal ceiling, it is a glorious sight. And it happens right as you are reaching the door. You go inside, and there is a dwarf standing nearby. And it is a, uh, a girl, a blonde-haired dwarf, and she says, uh, You must be Chris? That's me. Uh, come right this way. You're actually going to head to the waiting room uh, where you, uh, where they took everyone for healing uh, at the end of the day. So you know where that is? Oh, I do. Thank uh, you. All right. You head that way and everyone's waiting for you inside. So she just kind of motions you forward. You make your way through the long hall that circles inside beneath the, the, like, the chairs, the seats, the bleachers. And you pass a few of the doorways that lead to all the different exits onto the field. And you come to the large open room where you and your companions were just the other day after the final round and um there are a few people in there you see a couple people you you don't recognize um except for one nelly tillywink you do see nelly nelly and uh she sees you oh chris hello chris hi um do you, do you know why we're here uh, i don't i just know that we were summoned to come here Hope, hopefully it's not a competition. I, I haven't woke up yet. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I think we're just going to be, um, you know, uh, well, they asked for the number one rank to come. So I'm assuming it. they told us that whoever got first place would have some sort of advantages. So I'm hoping that's what this is. That's right. Also, you did great in your fight the other day. Um, oh, thank you. And Mogert talks about you all the time. We're, we grew up together, actually. We're great friends. We always have been. Best friends. You yeah. must. You must be. So around that time, uh, there are a few of you inside. There are actually seven, to be exact. And the door opens. And in steps a grizzled-looking old dwarf. Uh, he's got like some scars on his face and some black armor. He says, hello, uh, welcome. Uh, you all know me, Volric Blackfest. Uh, and I'm here to, um, to, well, I guess oversee all this. I know it's early. We won't keep you long, but uh, there is uh, something we need to speak to you about. And to uh, to sort of to kick things off, we've got a couple we're here with us that are going to help out. And uh, stepping in from behind him comes an even older and still dirty, gray-haired, gray-bearded dwarf, Cliff. Hey. And stepping up beside him comes a yeah. short-bearded gnome. Hey. Who you immediately recognize? Garby. As Gearby. 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 Woo! I know him. Yeah. 
All right, everyone. Um, I've got some badges here. Uh, these badges are made from pure adamantine, uh, with some help from my uh, my my pal and colleague here, uh, Gearby from Fizzy Gear. Uh, uh, you all may have heard of it. World famous Fizzy Gear. Uh, this is Gearby. Chris is in the back clapping. Um, Gearby steps up. Uh, yes, that's me. Old, uh, um, it's a pleasure to be doing business with all of you. Uh, and uh, good to see my old apprentice back there, Chris. Make it a name for yourself. Hey. People kind of look at you side out a little bit. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, uh, let me just explain real quickly why you're here. For tomorrow at 10 a.m., we will be beginning the second round of the gauntlet, the second proper trial. And for that trial, you will all be, well, you'll be drafting a team. You'll have teams of four. There are going to be ten teams of four. No, there's only seven of you. So we'll be choosing three of the second place ranks that we, um, that we, that we decide to after you tell us who you've chosen for your teams. Uh, for this team challenge, I can't tell you what's going to be going on, but I'll tell you this. You'll be gone from here. Uh, can't explain how, but you'll be gone. And uh, while you're gone, you'll be in a random place, finishing a very dangerous task. Essentially, um, you'll be transported. I'll say it like that. You'll be transported across Monumi to different places in the world. You'll have a task to fulfill, uh, which you will be learning when it comes time. Uh, and you'll all, everyone on your team, will be wearing these badges. And he motions to Cliff and Gearby, and they both hold one up. And they are these, like, almost white silver badges in the shape of an anvil. And they have carved on them a great rune with a number on it. Each team will have their number on it, and each of you will be given four and uh, at that time Gearby and Cliff go around and they start handing them out and they come to you Chris and they hand you four of these silver badges uh, that have the number seven embossed on them are you sure it's not number one uh, now <clears throat> these badges uh, ladies and gentlemen will be just so you know they're inactive right now but when the time comes they will be activated and the activation will give us the ability to see what you see and hear what you hear but only when you are in danger will it be activated so that here in the gauntlet the audiences will see where you are what you're doing and how it's going uh, whenever you are in danger this is a very innovative and new sort of magical technology that myself and uh, old uh, Cliff here were able to put together. So he's right. It took a lot of work. And uh, by the way, these things are very expensive, so don't break them. All right. Uh, uh, right. So you've got your badges. We need you to go home or go back wherever it is you're staying. Uh, you have seen who is in this gauntlet. Uh, go find them. Recruit them, build your team of four, and let us know by sundown tonight who's on your team or else we'll assign your team for you. Is that clear? Y yes. Everyone just kind of nods and yes. Chris feels dumb. He just spoke out loud. All right. Get out of here. <laughs> you got one day to prepare. Now listen, what you're going to be doing is very dangerous. Prepare your minds and your hearts. And I'll just tell you, only the top three teams We'll be going forward after this. Ooh. Chris is like, you have no idea. Oh my gosh. The gods be with you. I turn towards Nelly. Well, I'm sorry we can't work together on this. I'm sure Mogert <laughs> would have loved to have you on the team. What do you mean? Mogert's the first person I'm going to ask to be on my team. <laughs> Save yourself the embarrassment and don't go after my party members. Uh, she, The smile goes off of her face. Do you really think she's going to choose you over me when we've known each other since we were babies? Uh-oh. We were in diapers together. Mogart's going to come with me. I guarantee it. It's Angelica time. I'm just telling you, save yourself some time. Find three different members. She won't be one of them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, uh, may the best one win. I will. And she turns around and leaves. So you head back to the inn? 
Yeah, I need to go find Ogrim. Ogrim's here. <laughs> I'm, I'm He's kidding. one of the seven. Right? It. Wasn't Ogrim one of the seven? Dang it. I was really looking forward to replacing Claren. No, he lost in his round. No, 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 no. No, he lost in that. Who was the first? Who was number one in that? Nelly, Nelly was in that. Nelly, that was yeah. it. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. No, Ogrim's not here. All right. No. Chris, Kjord, Moger, and Ogrim. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. That ain't right. That's wrong. Come on. Come on. I'm we going all... with Tilly. I mean, it's champion team, right? Nelly. Yeah, I gotta stick with the champion. Okay, so you head back to the inn. Uh, we'll say it's early, so we'll say you get back around the time they're all getting up. I'm eating food. They're all down there eating breakfast when you walk in. I walk up to the table. Mm-hmm. Kjorg! Yes? Do you want to be a part of my champion team? And I hold out the badge. What do you mean? <laughs> do you want to be a part of my champion team? And I hold the badge closer. <laughs> Your champion team? Yes. What he's trying to say is... <coughs> okay, okay. Let, <laughs> let me explain. Because Moger is choking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not again! So, today, what? at my Sunrise meeting, they explained that as a first place winner, um, I need to form a team to compete with me in the next trial of the gauntlet and i want you cured to be on my team so what you're saying is you can't form a team because you're already part of a team yes the champion team. Kjorg. i i am Kjorg. part of the champion team so the champion team will be with me but i am the captain now Kjorg, he's trying to he's trying to invite you to the team <laughs> he got first place in the rank are you going to join his team hey chris or? chris show him the shiny badge again i like i, I put it up against your face Smell that iron. It's adamantine. There's no, no more, no more iron deficiencies, Kjorg. <laughs> you have all the iron you want, Kjorg. Kjorg, take, take the badge, Kjorg. Did he say he's the captain now? <laughs> Kjorg, it's not about that. By what that, it is, by is... that, by that, I just mean I am, I'm the one that has to put the group together for this challenge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. You can still hit anything you want. He did win, Kjorg. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so are you on the his team then? He's on my team. Okay, are you guys on the team together then? Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yogurt. Hello. I would like you on my team as well. And I put the badge up against her face. Oh, that that is very nice. Nice. Hey, what is this? It is a badge. Oh. He sticks it on her shirt. I am on your team. The champion team. Balric. This is great. That's not my name. <laughs> Claren. Yeah. That's his name. I walk over. I bend down. I pick him up. Hold him in my arms. <laughs> oh, no. I look at him and say, yes, buddy. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I kind of I I just go with it. I look back oh. at him. I give him a grin. I go, since no one else will probably take you, I recruit you. <laughs> Oh my god. And I put so the I badge the up pin. against his face. I take the pin and then I drop it. <laughs> oh, there you go. So the champion team is back in business. Champion team! Chris is laying on the ground. He like holds his staff above him. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Mogert helps him up. Look. Look. What are we looking at? Well, I, I, I gotta go get something. So from there, Claren, you're gonna go pick up your stuff, right? I am. You go. The dude tells you 60 gold. I do it. He's, you need to write that down. You he's got the gems. I've yeah, you've got, got the, the gems. Track I've gems. never used any of those just, gems. I don't we just think need to figure up how much. How much of that did we have? It don't have to be done right now. It just needs to be figured well, out. Well, just tell me what he's... He's spending 60 gold. Okay. Chris. Yes. You can finish learning your second spell. Counter spell. Yes. Mm-hmm. And add that to your stuff. Noise. Kjorg. Are you still planning to go talk to Barda? Yes. No. Um, what is your goal? Your goal is to try and convince her to let you to borrow the breaker? Yes. Okay. All right, Kjorg, listen. I have asked around, and Barda really likes these certain cakes. I have gotten a set of them from a local bakery. Really, they're, little, they're like little cookies. They're... Macarons or macaroons, one of one of those. There's there's discussion about which is the right way to pronounce it. 
we will take them right to her and I have arranged for you to have an audience with her. She has agreed to give you two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. Two minutes. So we're going to go in. You're going to present her with the gift. You're going to make your request. She is going to give you an answer. And whatever the answer is, we're going to have to accept that answer. Right? Sure. Because we don't want her to put you back in jail. Right. So we're going to see Barda and it, we're going to roll a die. Okay? Okay. Now, let's go. You guys go to the chateau. Mm-hmm. You go upstairs. Mm-hmm. You go to the dinner room. Mm-hmm. Where she is seated, eating breakfast. Juniper knocks at the door, and you hear a, Come in. <laughs> and you step inside. Oh, and she mad. Her eyebrows are kind of raised, and she has got a little, she's got one of those little things with the egg, like the soft-boiled egg. Cup looking thing, sort of. It holds a little egg, and she's like eating it with the little fork and spoon type thing. With the little spoon? Yeah, the little egg cup. And you step in, she goes, <clears throat> and then she just keeps eating. <clears throat> and you all walk forward slowly. She finishes eating her little bite of the egg, and then she takes a, a napkin, a black napkin from her lap. She dabs at her lips. She puts her hands, locks her fingers, and lays them in her lap, and she looks up at you, and she says, you've got two minutes. What can I do for you, Kjork? I bend over in a bow, uh-huh. a low one, mm-hmm. and then I give her one of the things. Okay. One of them, because it's got two, right? The cakes? Yep. It's like a little baggie with cakes in it. Oh, I thought you said she got a set. I get it now. It's like a pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a little, like, yeah, that's what it is. It's like a little, like a little sleeve with like three or four in there. Okay. I give her that. Okay. Then I say, Queen, Your Majesty, Barda. I would like to apologize for not asking to borrow a very cool weapon. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god. That's okay. exactly how it would go. Uh-huh. And I would like a second chance to borrow another weapon instead. That is also very cool and awesome. And it would make the gauntlet the coolest gauntlet ever. I do really like these macarons. They are my favorite. And I can sense the humility in your spirit, which is good. I'm going to give you one opportunity to convince me why in the world I would allow you, one who is not of the Shattershield clan, one who is not even a dwarf and not even a member of Demerhold, to use one of our greatest relics. Because I'm the people's champion. <laughs> he takes out his pot and a hammer. I can't remember. Well, the only thing I could say is I may not be from Dimmerhold, but I am trying my best to save Dimmerhold and the rest of the world. And I was able to talk to Kilmont, the Unforgiving. And try to convince him to come help us here at this gauntlet. For your sakes. And is Kilmont going to come and help us here at this gauntlet? For our sakes? He was on his way and then... Did you not hear the story? No, I heard the story. But I have several other dragons who hopefully will show up when his time is right. Hopefully. Several other dragons. Roll. I'll tell. I'll tell you what. You know, with with the the cookies idea, and all of that, uh, I'll let you roll with advantage, with persuasion. You have a plus one. I mean, that's not a good. It's not good. And she's gonna roll against you. And I'm not gonna tell you what she's got. Okay. I got thirteen and sixteen. Uh. As, as she leans back and she she rolls her eyes and she stands up and she opens her mouth and when she does she looks at you and then she pauses for a second and her eyes kind of like narrow in and on your chest you've got the symbol of Palor. Mm-hmm. It glows. Oh yeah, boy. She did pray for Palor to help. <laughs> and she says, <laughs> "I can't believe I'm about to say this. I suppose you can use the sword." That's awesome. But you're going to have to leave something here 
of similar value. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Basically, you have two options. Yeah. You can leave the Mogador, or you can leave Sinan's mace. Hmm. After all this work, just be like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be something. Are you thinking about not doing it? I kind of am. Okay. Will I get my weapon back after I get done with it? Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, no, yes, it, it's it's just collateral in, in case you were to try to steal it, run off with it, whatever. Not cured. <laughs> Is the is the sword? It's t- is it a two hand weapon? I'm guessing it is because it's huge in stone. Yeah, it would make sense. It's a two handed weapon. Hmm, this is tough. What's it gonna be? Could I perhaps borrow it when I feel like it would be useful, and come back and get it and make a trade? <sighs> I suppose that would be amazing. After all of this, Georg. You'd better stop these unchained devils from what they're trying to do. I'm going to try my best. All right, your two minutes is more like five minutes, but it's up. Thank you very much. Goodbye. I run out the door. You're gone. Chris. Yes. You sent word the night before with your list, your team list for the gauntlet. Right? Yeah. Because uh, you were supposed to tell them by sundown. Yeah. So I'm assuming you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you did, you were told that in the morning, not sunrise, but, you know, around 10 o'clock, you needed to report back to the arena one more time. Okay. And you come to the arena, and you get there, and there's uh, there's someone standing the same, like a, someone attending the door like it was before. And they lead you inside. And you you come inside to uh, the same room, but this time there's no one there except for Vorik Blackfist, who was there the day before, and King Durand. Oh, good morning, Chris, Durand says. Good morning. We'll, we'll have you out of here in just a moment. There's just one more thing we need you to do. Name it. You, you got it. Well... Um, we've got our teams set up and separated and, and ready. We just, um, we've decided we're going to go ahead and let all of the team captains know what it is you're about to do. So there are a series of locations, 10 locations, in fact, that we have chosen and we have set up where you will be sent. And each of these locations, there is a beast, a monster. Not a dire wolf or, you know, uh, an owl bear or something like that. The sort of thing that you only hear about in books and see in your nightmares. And there are bounties out, warnings in certain places where these things are rumored. And Chris begins to, like, chuckle under his breath. Because I'm in danger. <laughs> well, he's read books about previous gauntlets, so now it's uh-huh. like he he's uh-huh. picking up what the king's about to say. You're gonna draw from this bag a totem, and whichever totem you draw, that'll be what you and your team will face. Oh gosh. Okay. <clears throat> some of these things, there's a bit of information you could find. Perhaps some of them, not so much. It's really the luck of the draw, and I'm afraid that. Six of them have already been drawn. So, that's either good for you or you're really bad. I can't tell, but... Step forward, put your hand in the box, and pull out a totem. Chris does just that. Roll me a d4. Uh-oh. Oh, man. What's it gonna... Oh, it's a one. Ah, I know what that is. Oh, no. I don't even <laughs> have to look. Do I pull a beholder out of the box? Please, no. <laughs> you pull out this thing, and... It looks very weird. You do not immediately recognize it. Sort of looks... It's got some kind of tentacles, almost like an octopus. But its head, it's got like multiple like face-looking things on its head. And it's like a little wooden carving. So it's, it's not like perfect, you know what I'm saying? But you look at it and you do not immediately recognize it. And uh, Volric Blackfist says, Ah, uh, bad luck that one is. Of course it is. Oh, crap. 
You've drawn the Morkoth. What? I, I don't want it. I'm scared. I don't want it. Have you never seen a Morkoth? It's basically a giant squid. Aye. Uh, I'm afraid that I don't have anything else I can give you or tell you. Just, um, I will tell you, there's not a lot of information on them other than the fact that... <laughs> Good luck. We better learn how to swim. Cool. And with that, I think we're going to have to end this week's episode. Wow. Wowzer. I don't, so? I don't want to. Well, we're going to have to be in the water. We're going to have to get one of those, what's those things that Harry Potter eats and he can breathe underwater? Gillyweed. 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 Hey, uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Uh, we are about to hop right into some pretty serious gauntlet business. About to die. Next week. So you'll have to tune in and find out. We love you guys. Yeah, boy. Until next time. Love. Bye. Next time. Goodbye. Yes. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Travel down the road back again. Heart is true. Your pal and a confidant. This is a podcast where he Ezra says- <laughs> does voice impersonations and sings in the background while oh. Paul gets angry. Uh, I'm, are you, can I go? Can I go on? You can keep going anytime you want to. No, I can't. Yeah, you I, can. No, I'm, I can't. <laughs> I cannot do that. Last time during their day off, between the days of the gauntlet, the party went about taking care of some business. Mogert said goodbye to her mother Emilia as she headed home to gather the rest of the family and bring them back for the gauntlet.